0: This is your other brother's podcast.
1: Welcome friends to Your Other Brother's podcast, Navigating Faith, Homosexuality, and Masculinity Together. From the Jewel of the Blue Ridge, my name is Tom and I'm so glad you are here. From the other side of the state, it's our other brother Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Hello, everyone. Not much, Tom. Doing great. Doing great. From the mystical land of enchantment, it's our other brother, Matt. What's up, Matt?
2: What up, everyone?
1: What up, Matthew? I always need to paint a picture for the listeners because you're wearing a beautiful, comfortable cream-patterned sweater. Is that an apt description? How would you describe yeah. that?
2: Yeah, uh, I think you said it perfectly. It's and do you beautiful. know why I'm wearing this thing? Do I you know don't. why, Tom?
1: Well, it's cold, probably.
2: <laughs> it actually snowed here. Ooh,
1: so wow.
2: Yeah, yeah, so... Um, it was a lovely night of watching the snow coming down, but it was really scary to drive in the mm. morning because the roads were icy and there was like still snow. So I it I was like about 20 minutes late to work because I had to like drive very, very slow. Of course, I saw a lot of accidents on the road, but I was safe. So
1: You know what mm. they say about New Mexican drivers? <laughs> what,
2: what do they say to them? No,
1: they, I just hear that everywhere I go. It's like, oh, people in Pennsylvania can't drive. People in Texas can't drive people. So it's just a thing that people say all over the country yeah. is what I've heard. Well, like okay. I've, I've concluded nobody can drive. Just nobody can. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So, so New Mexicans, we don't actually use our blinkers. So that's our thing.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a fun twist. Some yeah. places use those. Some places don't. Well, whatever the case, Matthew, whatever rain or shine, snow or sleet, We thank you for blessing us with your presence today. Matt, we're doing an episode today that you have been, I don't think it's, it's, it's fair to say, right. That you have been pestering me to do this topic. I've been bugging you months, if not years, (laughs) question mark.
2: Uh, I'm going to say a year. A long
1: time. Maybe a year. uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say a year and I'm finally happy that we're actually going to be doing this, but you could announce that later on.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm an- announcing it now because people know uh, they've okay. clicked onto it. So we're talking about fitness and it's really great for you, Matthew, because you're, you're transitioning from fetishes to fitness. So it really is a great jump for you.
2: Hey, maybe <laughs> my gonna, fetish gonna... is fitness.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. No spoilers, no spoilers. Mm, but Yeah. Okay. Fe- fitness. We're talking about fitness specifically. I had to, in my head, decide what is this episode called? And the more I thought about it, I was like, well, there's also mental fitness. And I've, I've been, full on with the new year full on into a regimen of mental fitness um and so officially this title of this episode is physical fitness we're going to be talking about making our temples y'all y'all know what i mean building up our temples for the lord that's what we're talking about today mm-hmm. and it's a real shame matthew i think i think somewhere in the in the yabalog archives somewhere out there there was a clip i distinctly remember a clip of Dean, our, our dear brother, Dean saying, and I quote, don't put me on the fitness podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I remember him, <laughs> yeah, him saying that. He,
1: he is like, so anti-fitness does not do fitness. He is. He's, he, that's not yeah. calling him out. He, he'll call himself out. He, he just doesn't do fitness. And so I always mm-hmm. thought it would be funny if we could ever do a fitness podcast with Dean. I think it would have been really funny, but admittedly, he would he not would care. Have had he would have had nothing to offer. He would have said, yeah. Nothing. So, yeah, so he, he would be like, all right.
2: Yeah. He'll be like, uh, you guys take this, uh, dialogue and everything. I'm just going to sit over here and <laughs> I don't know whatever like Dean does. So
1: he would just, do. yeah. Sipping iced coffee, watching mean girls in the background. He would not really be, he, he might ch- chime in here and there, but not really contributing. So, so we dedicate yeah. this episode. It's going to have a sponsor. We'll get to that, but we dedicate this fitness, physical fitness episode to our beloved brother, Dean. There you go. This one's for you, Dean. Um, (laughs) And I love, I also love that we're doing this podcast sans Jacob because, as someone noted in our Facebook group, um, this is just a great opportunity to talk about CrossFit the whole time. And so it's really, it's fitting that our dear friend Jacob isn't here to to hear us bask about the magic and the wonder um, of CrossFit. So this one's also to Jacob. Ryan, let me go to you. I know. Our Yabba Log listeners will know this, but I know you had some construction happening at your house. Is that... What's the status there? Is that complete... Is your home a mansion now? What's what's the word? What's the status? Uh
3: It is ongoing. Ongoing! It is not yet a mansion. I am adding on uh, some square footage, and currently they are finishing the sheetrock, and they're going to be painting later on this week, and... Oh. Uh, so yeah, that's exciting. That's you know got some construction workers around here keeping me company, um, so I don't, I don't feel like I'm completely alone. I hear some hammers and
1: yeah, voices. It can be an isolating background. time in this this era of COVID that never wants to end. So I'm glad you have mm-hmm. company in the form of bells and whistles of construction workers. That's that's yep. exciting. Yep. I can't wait to visit you again, Ryan. It's been forever. It's been forever and a know, day. I feel like the yeah. next time I enter your house, it's going to literally feel like a brand new house because I know you've done so much since Probably. I was last there. So I'm excited to see that. <laughs> but what about you, Matt? What's up? What's up with you? Do you have a good Christmas? Good New Year? What's what's other than like the snow of of uh, of where you are? What's going on in your world?
2: Um, yeah. So um, let me see. My holiday was not that pleasant. You could say. So as of uh continuing the whole COVID talk and everything and what's been happening uh to me last year of twenty twenty, uh yeah, it ended in uh in a horrible way. So we had another death in the family. So that's basically my life of twenty twenty.
1: So it was a COVID COVID related death?
2: Yes, yes, it was it was uh, uh uncle of mine, um let's go see my uh my mom's sister's husband. Uh, he passed away of COVID and, um, yeah, so we had to take care of that, uh, had the funeral on new year's Eve. And uh, that was probably the only time that I actually saw my family. We didn't, we never actually saw each other, uh, for Thanksgiving and, uh, Christmas as well. So, yeah, I mean, but other than that, uh, 2021 is, uh, looking up, we haven't had any, uh, any traumatic events as of yet, but um yeah so i am in a interesting season of my life right now and i bet i'll maybe blog about it but we'll see how Ooh. it goes yeah let's let's just say that uh there may be a girl involved so
1: oh wow middle school yeah. boy noise <laughs> Ooh. And you just and you just killed wow, it. Right okay, there. Oh, I know I, that's what I do. I like to kill things, but no, you you really turned there, Matthew. Because I wanted to offer sympathies because I know you've mentioned in the past that you lost a family member due to COVID. Now you've lost another one. So prayers yeah. and and just warm feelings go out to you, your whole family right now. And gosh, I hope for all of us. I hope the season is far behind us sooner, sooner than later. Because I know people listening have lost people.
2: Yeah. If anybody's counting, this is basically death number six of our family. So there you go. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope, yeah. I hope things continue to to heal, um, both in your family and then in the rest of the rest of the world as, as everyone's listening, someone's someone listening has been affected by this in a severe way. And so our hearts go out to you guys. Um, as we continue to get through this, this, this COVID season, we've been podcasting through the whole thing, like almost a year now. So it's been, it's been a journey, but On the flip side, Matthew, I look forward to reading your blog. I look, I always look forward to reading your blogs. It's been a while since we've seen a Matthew blog. Yeah,
2: because I had, yeah, because I had a a huge, huge, like bad writer's block, and I just didn't have any, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any, like, will to blog or anything like that. But since everything is going pretty good, and what my life is going on, going on with right now, so uh, I'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna be start to blog again and kind of like reamp of uh my continuing story because part two is happening right now as we speak and it's actually going yeah and it's actually uh going on the upside instead of the downside so uh for all of you listeners and readers who are uh gonna read my blog so i'm gonna go continuing uh my series and it's i'm just gonna say it like uh now it's gonna kind of turn for the bad, like for the worse. But as of right now, uh in 2021, it's happening again with another friend, but in a good way. And it's actually turning positive. So Okay. Yeah. You get, yeah. So that'll, that'll, that's great. That, yeah, that's that's a hint for well, all you know of you what guys.
1: happens, Matthew. Now that you've spoken it into existence, you now need to follow up. So I expect a I blog do? on my desk by
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> so all right. All make right. it so.
1: Make it happen. Um Let's go. Let's let's get to the episode, you guys. We have a lot to get through, so let's let's get through it. Um, got this other call from a dear listener listening on the interstate as he was driving, which a lot of our listeners do. Shout out to all of our driving listeners. Love you guys. Um, and he had this to say with Matt: a little, a little bit of a word for you. So we're gonna listen to the message and then we'll cut straight to you, Matt, and we'll hear your thoughts. So let's let's play it.
4: Hey, um, I am calling from. The interstate so if I sound scatterbrained it's because I'm trying not to die but um, I tend to listen to you guys on the road and I wanted to a um, couple things one is I just wanted to thank y'all for this podcast that you've made um, I really appreciate it and it's, it's a topic that really needs to be talked about in the church more and um, I especially wanted to thank Matt for as vulnerable as he got in uh I think it was episode 57, the, the gay sex and hookups episode. I really appreciated that a lot. Um, but, and then I wanted to share a kind of a funny thing is that, as I said, I'm listening on the road and, um, it's funny because, like, I'll, I'll be hearing, like, y'all go into some difficult, maybe vulnerable, deep topics and then, the GPS will interrupt and say, like, for 52 miles, continue straight. And I always have to laugh, like, continue straight. Like, I don't think be straight to begin with to continue. (laughs) Ha, 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 funny joke. Anyway, um, again, thank you guys so much for what you've been doing. And um, just keep doing what you're doing. And it's it's been really a blessing for me and for, obviously, so many others. But thank you very much.
1: All right, Matt. Someone gave you some praise. How does that feel? (laughs)
2: That feels amazing because, I mean, does anybody here actually give me praise? Actually give, gives me yes. the credits where the credit time. is due. Uh, I thank not you, you for being here. <laughs> no, not, not you, Tom. You, you're, uh, you're, like you're, the Yobbers. Yeah, the, yeah, yobbers the yobbers. community. Come on. Hey, mm. okay. Uh, for that person who gave me uh, uh, praise and, and credit and all that stuff, thank you for that. And to the rest of you guys, uh, I want you guys to do that uh, some more. For me, because I want to feel a little bit special. Although I'm mean, a little bit sassy, and give uh Tom a lot of crap. Yeah, hey, I also hey I, mean, I need some love.
1: Yeah, you're mean and sassy, but you have a heart. Eighths, I eights do. have hearts too. And they yeah. need to be praised. They need to be loved. They need to be said that they're worthy. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we got somebody who called cause it came out of nowhere. Like this episode aired so long ago. When did that episode air? Like 50, it was episode 57. I think
2: it was last um, year.
1: It was a while ago. It was yeah. many, many months ago. So yep. um, the fact that someone decided to call and, and give you some love that made me smile to hear that. So yeah. thank and you. If,
2: yeah. If anybody is going to uh, give me some more praise and all this stuff, uh, please be genuine about it. Don't be fake because I can tell mm. when you guys are fake. <laughs>
1: See now, our listeners are in a conundrum because they want to—they want to praise, they want to give you love, but now they like feel like, oh no, if it's going to come across as forced or fake, do I do it? Do I not do it? I, I don't know. Do it,
2: do it. Just uh, have some practice about it. So
1: <laughs> practice your praise in front of a mirror. Yes. It, yeah. Um, exactly. I also loved his joke at the end about your GPS telling you to continue straight. That's pretty funny. That's funny stuff. Classic. Classic GPS, SSA, humor. We got to take all of our inside jokes where we can take it. Our sponsor for this physical fitness episode goes out to Burpees. Thank you, Burpees. Oh, no. Sponsoring our show. And you guys, this is really great. Everything (laughs) ties together. It's the circle of life. The Lord is truly in our midst because on our Discord, no joke, Burpees had already signed up to be the sponsor of this episode. It's been in the works for quite some time. But today I checked our discord and somebody posted, I don't know, Ryan, I don't know if you saw this. Someone posted a meme about burpees, which essentially it's hard to like translate it verbally, but I'll do my best. But this was the essence of it was that Satan and God were talking and Satan said, come on, just let me create one thing. And God says back to him, oh, for Pete's sake, fine. Like he's so fed up with Satan. Satan just wants to create something. And so then below that, it's instructions on how to do a burpee. (laughs) <laughs> <So That's>... Satan, <laughs> Satan invented burpees, which is the sponsor of this show. And the reason it's the sponsor of the show is because I non-ironically love burpees. Brian, I think you and I riffed about burpees back in the day. What the burpees. heck is wrong with you, Tom? Because <laughs> oh my god, you you just love them because everyone hates them. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone hates them. There's that. I I I am a masochistic person, so I like. I don't feel comfortable if I'm not in pain. So this is like something that is really painful and it it's really painful guys. Yeah. And so when, when you're doing burpees for anyone that's done them, you can Google them. You can look at YouTube videos. Um, they, they take a lot out of you. They, they don't look that It's deceiving. Cause it looks like you're just going down, you're just doing a push up and you're just jumping up in the air. You do that five times and you'll start to feel it pretty quickly. So, um, so a huge shout out to Burpees for sponsoring yeah. physical fitness. Yeah. As do, do, do you that. know what?
2: It would be a, a, a better sponsor if uh, Tom right now actually does a Burpee for all of you guys.
1: No, we don't have time for that. Matthew, mm, we need I... to get on with the show. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. not a video podcast. Matthew, if this were a video podcast, maybe when we they could hear not you... 500 patrons.
2: Well, they could hear you grunting and everything.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to hear me grunting out there. In the mm. universe. nobody. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. So physical fitness, y'all let's talk about Mm it. I figured this was like a great year opening topic without being expressly resolution. Like this is a really good year opening topic because people are, well, I don't know, actually normally on a normal year, (laughs) when things aren't closed, like gym memberships are skyrocketing for the month of January to start out the year. Um, and people just feel this like new lease on life. Like I just, I'm finally going to take control of my, my physical fitness, my physical health. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to work out more. Um, and so maybe that's not happening as much this year compared to previous years, but theoretically, this is a time where people are resolving for lack of a better word to have better physical health. And so I thought it'd be fun. This is always, this is like a good masculinity topic because we're three men in this room. Um, and we all have our various workout journeys. I know Ryan and I talk a lot about CrossFit, but Matthew has his own physical fitness journey. Again, he's been pestering me to do this episode for quite some time. Yes, I have. Um, so what I would love each of us to do is take like 30 seconds and just like really briefly tell us your, not your current day physical fitness journey. We'll get to that later. But like historically, like going back to childhood, high school, college, early twenties, like of historically what's been your journey or your relationship with physical fitness and we're going to go straight to our southwestern correspondent the physical fitness guru himself we'll have him kick this off so matthew what was your what was your physical fitness journey up until recent history
2: uh yeah so either i really didn't do much so i grew up as the typical uns like non-sports like i don't know kind of your nerdy uh skinny like yeah so I I didn't do much with uh um with gym with workouts or anything even in high school like we had a we had a gym like a little tiny gym in in the high school hardly anybody used it but of course athletes football players whatever they used it and I was not interested at all mostly because of how I looked uh, because I weighed like 95 pounds through most of my high school, uh, some college years. And um a friend of mine, so I mentioned uh this friend a while back is um uh my friend who lived in uh who now lives in North Carolina, uh he's married to his partner and everything. And we uh talked uh off and on about Jim. He he was the one that actually inspired me to head to the gym. Uh it took like almost like a year mentally uh, and um, uh, emotionally to prepare myself to go to the gym. And then one winter close to uh, the Christmas time, uh, he was uh, uh, deployed overseas. uh, And then he came back, he did a before and after picture of how he kind of went with, uh, with his uh, physical uh, fitness journey. And just within like what, three to six months, like he was, he looked pretty good. And that actually inspired me. It's like, Hey, I need to get my butt off the couch. I need to stop being lazy. I need to stop uh, making excuses for myself of not going to the gym and not gaining weight. And uh, yeah. And because of him, uh, he, he was the motivation, the inspiration of me getting my butt to the gym. And I, I definitely thank him for that. And I always, I always, yeah, I always say that. through text. Well, that
1: explains that explains why you came to North Carolina a little bit ago, and specifically did not come to see me or Ryan, but saw him. That means that, that makes more sense now. It fills in a lot of the gaps of like, who is this person? Why does he matter so much? But now, if he, if there's one person in the universe who inspired you on a physical fitness journey, like that's pretty that's pretty awesome.
2: Well, yeah, not not only that, but uh, I've known him for a good, I'm gonna say six to seven years. And he's that. Okay. So, uh, he is the type of person who is a challenger as well. So he pushes me to be a better person more than you, Mm -hmm. Tom. And, uh, yeah. So he, yeah. So, um, he definitely, uh, taught me how to be more, uh, confrontational of different situation. Uh, not only that, but also challenging on my views of sexuality and also the church Uh, not only that, but to accept myself even more. So he's a, he's the type of person who actually helped me, uh, through, through all of that and also helped me through my uh, physical fitness journey. So, uh, yeah.
1: Well, from a fellow 95 pounder, like I resonate with what you said at the beginning of like athletes using the gym. And that just wasn't, that wasn't for me, but I'll get to mine in a second. Ryan, what about you? What was your journey up until, up until you discovered CrossFit? What was the lead up to that? (laughs)
3: Um, I was a husky child. Uh, I did you wear, did you wear husky jeans? I did wear husky jeans.
1: Um, (laughs) Shout out to all the husky kids out there.
3: Yeah. Shout out husky, husky gang. Husky nation. Um, (laughs) sorry,
1: continue. What was your journey? So yeah, I was
3: always, um, overweight, unathletic. I thought that exercise was for the boys, the kids who already were fit, and I didn't really have a sense that I could become that person. Um, I was not convinced that <clears throat> that uh, running or exercising or working out would change how athletic I was. It would change my body, and so I didn't do it because I didn't believe in it. And I always hated gym class. It was my least favorite part of the day and uh, never played any sports. Um, Well, at least as soon as I had a say in it, I never played any sports. And um, yeah, and I didn't really get serious about fitness until my mid-20s. I want to say I was like 23, 25. And um, no, it was 25 because I thought – this is supposed to be the prime of my life. I, uh, it's, it doesn't get any easier from here. Um, like it, it only gets harder, uh, from here. And so I'd better actually like start working on this. So I got a, a personal trainer and started uh, hitting the gym and started to, uh, be a lot more careful about what I ate. And, um, That Those next 18 months, I lost probably 60 pounds um, all uh, through that period of time and totally felt like a different person by the end of it. And since then, I've been sort of like on and off with trying various diets, approaches to eating, trying various types of exercise, went through CrossFit phase. I um, did a little back pain over the summer. I've had to stop
1: CrossFit for a while. So Hmm. Um I feel your pain. Yeah. Your metaphorical and your physical pain <laughs> with my own back issues as well. Um yeah, no it's really interesting to hear y'all's stories how they intersect with mine too cuz at the same time I, I was part of an athletic class. Um 95% of my class played football and baseball and basketball I guess to cover all the seasons and I was never part of those teams, never felt any inclination to join any of those teams. Um they all they all got to use the weight room as part of their team workouts. And that was always just off limits to me. Didn't, didn't even have that opportunity. So, so all through middle school and high school, I latched onto running. Cause I was like, this is something that's within my control. There's no coordination. I mean, it has, there is some coordination involved with running, but for the most part, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go out and run. And that was my form of physical fitness, which was really great. Like I discovered, you know, on a lark, I was just like, you know what? I can join. I need something to do. I I want to join something, um, be a part of something. And, uh, I decided to run cross country and track and, and really latched on to running. And I kind of used running. It wasn't a bad thing. Like I I ran into my twenties, ran a couple half marathons. Uh, I've always enjoyed running. It's like a mental escape for me as much as it is a physical thing. Um, but I think for many, many years I used running as a crutch as like, this is the only part, this is the only kind of fitness that I can experience because I was still living in the shadow of little 12 year old 13 year old tom who is so daunted and intimidated by all the other athletes in his class that I'll just go out I'll literally just run away from everybody like literally and that's that's what I can do for fit my own fitness um which again running I still enjoy running not not a knock on running but I definitely hid behind running for years and years and years um and it wasn't until I was living in California for a couple of years that i finally i don't know i don't know if it was a i think it probably was a new year's resolution honestly like I just decided there's 24 hour gyms everywhere um, I had a weird schedule tutoring kids at uh, various times of the day. And it was, res- I kind of found this like sweet spot of working out at the gym at like midnight or at like one in the morning. And I would go to the gym. And a lot of that was strategic too. We're not going to necessarily talk about gyms today, but like a lot of that was strategic because I was like, who's at the gym at one in the morning? Like a couple people, but not, not the same as like 5 p.m. Sorry.
3: I hate to interrupt, but you're making my bones hurt right now. Like, I just I just wanna die thinking about working out at one
1: a.m. <laughs> yeah. Well this was when my schedule was so different. Like and I was younger, you know, I had more vigor in my veins as a twenty two year old, twenty one year old. Versus now, yeah, working out at one AM now. I don't think so. Not not so much. And
2: also I hate to interrupt, uh Ryan, I used to wake up early in the morning and work out at three o'clock in the morning. So there's that. Yeah, you
1: did. Yeah,
3: you- also disgusting. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: I feel like 3am is worse. Yeah. Much, much worse. It gets exponentially worse if you get to like two, three, four, five in the morning. But, um, but yeah, this was my life until yeah. Mid twenties or early, early to mid twenties, finally joined a gym, got a personal trainer as well. Um, which was awkward at first, but then it was kind of cool. Like this, there's somebody dedicated to teaching you how to use certain machines, um, which was helpful because I had never had that training, never had that instruction. So, Um, so from there, it's been this off and on journey of like joining gyms and then quitting gyms, um, various seasons of my life I've traveled or I've picked up and moved. And so there have been seasons of my life spanning months, even years that I didn't work out in a gym. Um, and then I found beloved CrossFit, which we'll, we'll get to shortly. But, um, but that kind of changed the game for me on, on, on what fitness would mean after that. I wanted to read some of our yobbers feedback because we got some great yobbers accounts. So thank you guys for sharing both on the Facebook group and on the discord, Um, our dear beloved brother, Eugene, y'all know Eugene. Um, he's, he's, he's making a run at at Dean now for the most blogs (laughs) on our site. Mm. So Eugene, he said this, uh, on our Facebook group, he said, I used to be relatively out of shape, but once I joined a gym, I started doing personal training, I'm glad I did personal training because I wouldn't know what on earth I'd have to do to lose weight. But it was one of the best decisions I made for myself. My trainer showed me what types of exercises to do machines to use. He also kept me to a strict dietary regimen. I lost 30 pounds and gained muscle and basically became the most fit I've ever been doing the training helped me get an, on a path to know what to do with a regular exercise regimen. So that's pretty cool. Um, personal training.
3: Wow. Are we sure personal trainers didn't sponsor? I know, this episode? right?
1: <laughs> personal <laughs> training is so cool. I love, uh, it's like a therapist for your body. Right? Is is that a good description? You're not.
2: You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
3: Yeah. Uh, way better than burpees. Sorry, yes. burpees. Way, way better than <laughs> hey,
1: burpees. Hey, don't don't hate on our sponsor. Um. Yeah. Personal training. Yeah. Matthew, have you ever? Did you say if you've done personal training or no? You actually nope, had your friends who challenged you, but that's. that's yes.
2: Something. Yes. So well. Okay. So for for myself, uh, I never had personal trainers, but, um, it, even now, uh, I have friends who do uh, help me out with the. Uh, different gym equipment stuff and it's uh, in a way they they are my personal trainers but um i just usually like to do it by myself because i'm a independent person and and i i love having the control of what to do and how to do it and even if i mess up or make a fool of myself it's uh i do it on my own time
1: yeah there you go um let's backtrack. Cause before I get to current day, I want to keep focusing on kind of our upbringings, our, our initial relationships with physical fitness. Um, cause one of our other yabbers said this, uh, he said, because the community of my upbringing idolized sports and athletics, I felt like I was less of a man because I didn't prioritize fitness going to the gym or playing sports. Um, and I kind of wanted to linger on that for a little bit because we talk about masculinity issues and we talk about our relationships with other boys and other men. Um, and so I'm curious if, uh, if any of you have anything to share about that, because I definitely resonate with that. As I said, being a part of a super athletic class, like inevitably, I just, I didn't necessarily consciously think it, it just was kind of the reality that I just feel like less of a man because I'm not as muscly. I'm not as strong. I'm not as athletic. I'm not as coordinated. I'm um, not as capable. And it just kind of for years and years and years, that was just my, my inherent mindset was that I am less of a man. Um, and it took a while to, to get out of that and to, to find a positive Connotation with with fitness.
3: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I resonate with that. Where I did not feel, um, I felt very outside of masculinity as mm. uh, as people as the boys my age were kind of developing into young men. I felt very outside of that because they were getting you know all these muscles, and I I was probably getting muscles, but you couldn't see them, and um, and so I didn't feel. I didn't feel very masculine. I didn't feel girly. Like I didn't feel more feminine for it. I just felt like I was, I missed the, uh, I missed the bus on masculinity.
2: Yeah. For myself, uh, the hilarious thing is that uh, my older brother uh, was a quarterback uh, in high school and everybody knew him. He was the most popular person, but here's the thing. For myself, it didn't, it didn't like demasculate or whatever. It, it didn't, it didn't like take away from the masculinity that I had growing up because I, in a way I knew who I was. And also I, I thinking about it, I, I, I know that, um, the reason why I didn't want to do it was one, I, I didn't have like the, the mass size of being a, a, a sports type of person being a, athletic. But second of all was I was really, really lazy and I enjoyed it. Uh, the only time that I you could say that masculinity uh, uh, was involved was when uh, me, uh, my father's and my sibling uh, would go out and actually um, kind of cut trees down for the winter and then we would like actually like use axe and all that stuff and that was actually uh, part of like a physical training if you actually if if I actually think about it, like we have to use our muscles to, uh, gets yeah, yeah the tree in like into small pieces mm. and then put mm. it in the truck and then from there head back home. I
1: yeah, I have always wanted to chop stuff. <laughs> I've never done it. I have never axed a tree or firewood or anything like yeah.
3: That. Tom, I got a hatchet and some bushes <laughs> in my backyard. Can you put I'm me to work? Yeah. yeah,
1: I would yeah. love to do that. Yeah, come over. <laughs> that sounds like such yeah. fun. Because it's so utilitarian. For the low, low price of burpees. Right. I'll chop and then I'll do a burpee. So and then I'll chop and then I'll do a burpee. That's a workout right uh, there. Yeah,
2: if you want to like injure yourself, go ahead and do that. <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> Real quick, uh, still on the topic of childhood fitness, uh, do you guys remember the Presidential Physical yes, Fitness Challenge? I do. <laughs> Yes. Yes I do. I, I would, I really want to like go back and do it again. And just like, I know as an adult, even without doing, even if without being in shape as an adult, you'd still like blow it away. But I just, I was always like getting bronze, you know, (laughs) like I just want to go back
1: and get presidential. I just, I just remember at my, this would have been in the North. So like at my, super white Republican Christian school in the North. I just remember someone saying, I don't want to win one of those things. It has Bill Clinton's signature on it. I don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just like, it was an anti Clinton thing. Um, But I do remember, I do remember. Yeah. I just remember lots of push-ups and sit-ups. That's all I can remember. It's just like stopwatches and, and horns. And I just, it was was intense. I I, I remember those. I remember those. I'm glad you brought that memory back. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like it, at the time it seemed like just a way to quantify exactly how
1: out of shape I was. (laughs) And I did not like that. I can do three push push-ups, and the rest of my classmates can do 25. Yeah.
2: My school thought it was dumb. So they told us about it, but we never did it. Even the teachers thought it was dumb.
1: Hmm. Well, it was. So that's good. I remembered I could not do pull-ups and I still can't really do pull-ups. Pull-ups are super hard. That was, Mm -hmm. that was my Mm -hmm. challenge thing. But, uh, but yeah, let's, what's, what's the current day status. I know Ryan, let's, let's go to Ryan first. Cause I think Ryan, you and I are walking similar paths right now as we're like aging into our thirties and we, we like joined CrossFit at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we both like stopped CrossFit at the same time (laughs) yeah, having back problems. I was just like, so where are you at with fitness these days as as of this moment? Um,
3: I would like to get back to CrossFit eventually. My doctor has to give me the green light first, so I'm kind of working on that. I have to do... I'm I'm finding my fitness routine now uh, has a lot more to do with um, like back strength and core strength exercises, which I'm not... I haven't been very good at. Um, But I've also found that fitness during the pandemic is difficult. Um, I just body weight at home workouts are so incredibly boring to me. And I just can't get through, I can get through one,
1: but I can't do it.
3: I can't do it regularly. So, uh, so I did, uh, obtain a treadmill and I've been using that every day. And that's like the, the one at home thing that I can deal with that I can do every day is, um, treadmilling. So I've been,
1: I remember you, so I have not, like, as I've said earlier in the show, not been to your house in many moons. Um, Mm -hmm. and I remember you tweeting about getting a treadmill and I think I responded, I can't wait to visit and not use it Yeah, (laughs) because treadmills are the worst for me. I cannot, I'm just so used to running on trails from cross country days. So like running in place on a machine to me is like the epitome of hell, but well, I have like a TV it. in front of it, well, there and you so go. I can just
3: sort of like <laughs> tune out until it's go. over. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. And if you're not running, you can speed walk, or you can walk, yeah. or whatever. So there's uses to it. But um, yeah, I echo a lot of that. I won't, I won't repeat what you just said. But I'm, I'm on a journey too of wanting to get back to CrossFit and trying to just get physically healthy again, especially when COVID starts to die down, assuming that it does we're just assuming, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at as well. Trying to make do with, with at home exercises, which are just not exciting at all. Um, but dear Matthew, you're still young and spry. What's your physical regimen these days?
2: Young and spry, dude, I'm a year younger than you.
1: (laughs) A whole year. Believe me, a lot can happen in a year. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> you know, where I was with you a year ago, I was, I was literally in the best shape of my life to the point now that it's debatable, but yeah, and look,
2: yeah and look at you now. So, um, let's go see. So for, for myself currently, um, I, uh, are, where I'm at, the gyms are open. Uh, we have, uh, now, um, have to reserve, uh, time slots for like an hour work workouts. And, uh, of course mask, uh, is required to go, uh, or yet to wear a mask in order to work out. And, um, but there is, yeah, there was a, the, the, time where like the whole, uh, lockdowns happen and, uh, the gyms weren't open and I was pissed. I was mad, uh, because like I, it was, uh, going to the gym is a, it's definitely a, a daily part of my life. It's a routine if you, if you break that routine, if I break that routine, then it kind of like ruins my whole like lifestyle. So, Mm. uh, thank, thank God, uh, where I live at, uh, I, I live with extended family and they had, um, uh, a gym equipment out in the backyard. And, uh, I actually had to use that. Uh, it wasn't like, they didn't really have like heavy weights, but I had to use what they had back there and, that's uh, sustained me until uh, we finally got the gyms back open, and um, it, it's it's been it's been pretty good. I mean, me uh, and a couple of friends of ours uh, every Friday, uh, we all work out as a group. We love it. Uh, I I love kind of like my fitness journey of how uh, where I started to where I am now, and uh, I, I like that. It's part of like my my lifestyle routine. And honestly, I can't, I can't yeah. live without it. And the, the hilarious thing is that uh, the church that I'm, uh, I'm a part of, we, we have a uh, thing called the Dundees and you've been there, Tom, to one of them. And they gave me an award called uh, the gym rat Dundee because they know how, no way. yeah, they did. They did. And be, because they know how uh, like uh, physical fitness is uh, detrimental for, for my life mm. And not only that, but I I, I think it's um, very good for myself because it, it trains me uh, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's across the board. Yeah. We got some yabbers. Yeah. We got some yabbers feedback that was asking like, so is it good for your mental health as well? Like, could you talk about mental health? And I honestly feel like mental health, mental fitness, like that warrants its own podcast. I kind of wanted to be careful to not try to step into too many waters in this episode. But I know for me personally, Um, like you were saying, Matthew, like the sense of routine, like this is a part of me now, like one of the big disruptors of my life was when COVID hit and I was in the best shape of my life with, with CrossFit and getting into a three times a week rhythm with that. And then all of a sudden all the gyms closed down. I was doing CrossFit at home for a while. Uh, Ryan, I think you were doing CrossFit at home too. Weren't you like like we got to take a weight home. So I I took a kettlebell home from my CrossFit gym. Um, and I was doing that for a few weeks and then that's when my autoimmune disease hit. And that just like totally flatlined my physical fitness journey for the last year or so. Um, which was really, really disruptive, really annoying, but Oh yeah, I wanted to say, so for our listeners who don't know what a Dundee is, it's from the office. You just have to know. And I remember Matthew, when I visited you once, I went to one of your Dundee Christmas parties and you got the deepest V award yes, Even though okay. you don't wear V-necks. Oh, yes. Like a t-shirt. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. Yes, yeah, not like the V on the on a dude's chest or on a dude's no, no, belly.
2: No. No. You think you have another V? <laughs> yeah, oh
1: god. There's lots of Vs out there. Yeah, let's, um, let's not go
2: down that road. But anyway,
1: um, that's cool that you have like a fashion dundee and now you have a fitness dundee. That's pretty cool.
2: Yes. And uh, it, it I don't know, it, it kind of gave me that um, affirmation that what I'm doing, uh, was right. And it was actually healthy and all that stuff. And just like kind of being recognized, but at the same time, it was in in a little bit of a a sarcastic tone of just like, right. You're, you're a gym. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Hey, I finally, um, have something, uh, to, to show my appreciation of, of, of what I do, which is going to the gym and actually being healthy. And it's, it's been good. So I like it. I love it.
1: You mentioned Matthew doing workouts with other people. This was something that came up a lot, actually in the Yabber's comments was like, um, like there's one guy who's in his fifties. He said he and his wife work out. Um, they signed up for like outdoor boot camps which sounds really fun. Oh, um, and so there's, there's, there's like a husband and wife out there doing that. Um, and then there's other people who commented about going with their friends as well. Is that something that y'all, I know, Matthew, you just shared that that's part of your life. Like Ryan is working out with people. I know you and I did a CrossFit workout once. Um, yeah. Is that something that's a motivator because I'm kind of mixed. Like it kind of would depend on who, and I've worked out with a couple other people over the years here and there, nothing, nothing on a consistent basis, but, um, is that a motivator? Like, does that motivate you? Or do you like me? Like, I think with me, I just kind of, I think I prefer to have my own lane. Like CrossFit was great. Cause it's like, we're in a group, but I can still like do my own thing <laughs> while I'm there. Yeah, you know? I think uh, internal
3: motivation for me is uh, not always there. External motivation works a lot better for me. And so having that accountability of, Oh, I'm supposed to I signed up for this CrossFit class. I'm going to go because I signed up and it'll be embarrassing if I have to if I cancel that or if I don't show. So there's that. I've never had a workout buddy though. Like I I've always been a little envious of the guys with workout buddies and they Hang out and their friends, and they yeah. have someone to work out with. Sorry. Never, that's never worked out for me. Sorry, they drink
1: protein shakes together, and they, you know, all mm-hmm. et, cetera, et cetera. I know, I, I kind of yeah. feel they, the they spot of each other as they bench press. Oh, Ugh. the spotters, yeah. yeah. Sorry, right.
3: <laughs> Matthew all right, has that, all all the fulfillment over you, there.
1: Yeah, you've
3: you've You're hogging all the gym buddies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the I mean, bros.
2: well, hey, you guys can visit me. You guys can move over here. I, I would will, love that. Uh, I will gladly, so I'll gladly give away my friends to you guys. So they mm. would, I know they would <laughs> when love When I visited
1: you, you, when I visited you, Matthew, I mean, I've met some of your friends, but you also took me to your gym and walked me around. It was a pretty nice gym. Yeah. I liked it.
2: it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely was. And uh, going along with what you guys say, um, for myself, uh, I do have that internal motivation, but also it depends on uh, the person because there are people who don't know what they're doing and you kind of have to take your time to show them how to do some of the stuff. And also there's also talkers who actually don't really do crap at the gym. They're just there just to look pretty and take selfies and that's it. But it's the ones that like actually motivate you to do better and challenge you to do better. And those, those are the people that I really love. And they're the ones that actually want to like help you. And then you in turn help them back uh, mm-hmm. whether it's being a spotter or, or whatever. Uh, um, and I, I, in a way I can, I can see both, both sides, but um, it just depends on the person, uh, is, is what I'm not
3: going to lie. I, I would settle for a gym buddy. Who's just there to look pretty. No, I
1: wouldn't. I mean, I hate it. It <laughs> <laughs> takes the little the mirror selfies, you know, where you like look serious and hold out in front of you. Yeah. Um, to turn it up a notch, you guys, we're going to, as we start to, to wind the podcast down, I really wanted to focus on motivations. Like why should someone care about physical fitness? Like what, what are your personal motivations and, that can go both ways that can go in a positive sense. And it can also go in a not so positive sense because I'll be honest. There's, there, there is some selfish motivation. Like, yes, I'm motivated to work out and to be not only with running, but then also the other side of like muscle buildup and, and strength training. Like there's a sense that I want to look more attractive or that I want to be more appealing to people in a, in a sense, like that's part of it. And a part of it's selfish. Um, like on the one hand being healthy, that's not, that's not a selfish thing, but, but there's part of me that for sure just wants to like look better <clears throat> and what, what degree of vein that is, I don't know, but I'm curious if y'all have any thoughts on motivations for physical fitness.
3: Yes. So, you know, whenever you join a gym or, or start up with CrossFit or start seeing a personal trainer, they're always asking you what your goals are and Uh, And I'm never honest with them. I always tell them, Oh yeah, I want to get a little stronger. Maybe, you know, trim a little fat. No, my honest goal is I want to be hot, but I don't know how to like say that in a socially acceptable way. Like I'm afraid they'll judge me about, about um, like having the wrong goals, which Mm. I'm not going to lie. It's not the great goal. You know, it's not the best goal, um, but that's the honest answer. Mm. Um, And so yeah, I think that's something I always wrestle a lot with—is being honest with myself about why am I here, and is that really a good reason? Um, and I think that uh, as as I've worked out more, like as I've done more fitness stuff, I have seen how how exercise can help me in in my um, emotional health, and I think that's kind of the the biggest, uh, motivator for me, um, outside of, outside of aesthetics, uh, is just that like, if I don't exercise, I find that my life isn't quite as, uh, my quality of life goes down. Yeah. So I think that's just something that I, that I have wrestled a lot with, uh, in, in terms of body image and so body image is just all wrapped up in that. And, um, and it's, it's an ongoing journey of, of sorting all that out.
1: Yeah. One of, uh, one of our yobbers said this real quick. He said, um, cause he doesn't work out. He says, I think my negative feelings toward working out have tended to be rooted in this wanting to avoid toxic masculinity or the idea that if I'm not going to be romantically attached, then there isn't a good reason mm-hmm. to work out. Um, and I know for me, again, it took years and years to overcome that, that wall of like only the weird, obnoxious, gross, idiotic guys. Those are the ones that work out. Not, not me. I'm the good Christian kid, or at least I'm trying to be, you know? Um, And I think that was a huge wall that I had to overcome um, the perception of what working out even meant. Um, But what about you, Matt? So Matt, you obviously have a lot of people, like that's a huge motivator, but like personally, inwardly, what's like the motivation? Again, it could be positive um, or negative for that matter.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say it's both because it's definitely a body image. And if, I, well, I'm always honest. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of like in a, in a vain way, dude, like, to be honest, Hey, I want to look good naked. And that's, that's basically it. I I want to like actually have like muscles that I'm proud, proud, proud of that I actually took time to build. Not only that, but like, I love getting compliments of just like, Hey, it's like you look pretty good. It's like, yeah, well, I went to the gym. So, um, Honestly, like as, as long as you're, if you're honest, even just to the tiny bits of like, hey, I I know this sounds vain, but I like I I want to look good. It's like, there's there's actually nothing wrong with that because sometimes that is the key motivation to get your butt to the gym and actually start doing some some workouts and having uh, a, a change in how you look about yourself. Not only that, but when you do uh like workout and actually have that confidence, like sometimes. Well, most of the times, like going to the gym and actually seeing yourself uh, change, your your body change into a in, into a better way, it gives you more of that confidence. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like you mm-hmm. you 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 like yourself more. You you have more. Uh, you you see yourself more in a in a better light. But not only that, but you are also, um, uh, noticing uh, changes uh, of how you eat as well. And from from that it gets you uh, it gives you uh, more of a healthy body, and not only yeah. that but healthy mindset too. And and as we said before, like sometimes it is a therapy for for a lot of people, and the, it's it's okay to just to go there like and start working out in vain. At least again, at least you're getting yourself uh, into the gym and doing something instead of feeling sorry about yourself, because that was yeah, yeah in a way that was kind kind of like like myself, like I kind of felt sorry for myself. And it's like, like, I don't know mm-hmm. how to work out these equipments. I don't, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to like be the next, yeah, like it can be inner... easy to make yeah. a lot of excuses. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as you have like a, a, a motivation to get yourself into the gym and not only that you are making a healthy progress of, of yourself and that you are taking care of yourself. Um, I, I think that that's, that's huge benefit. Um, so that's my motivation and also a challenge to a lot of you guys.
3: Yeah. Thinking about body image recently. Um, I keep thinking about this thing in the velvet rage, which we read for a book club. So shout out to our book club. club. Um, he talks about how so many of us have kind of stumbled into believing this lie that having a, a certain shape body or an attractive body is a necessary ingredient for, relational intimacy and i think that that's something that i that's a lie that i believe and i think that if i if i don't like if i get fat or if i don't get jacked by the time it's too late to get jacked then uh then i'm just not gonna have any Nobody well, but he loved me i'm not gonna have any close friendships and that's i think that's that's uh, an unhealthy pattern and an unhealthy lie that I'm trying that I have to actively sort out from the, the idea that it is okay to want to uh, participate in the beauty of creation. Like God gave me this body. I want to take care of it. I want to like, and not just take care of it, not just be healthy, but also make something beautiful out of it because he's given me that capability. He's given me my body, that capability to become that. And so I have the freedom to say that this is what good stewardship means is to create something beautiful in and with my body. Um, And I think that's a fine, that's a fine thing to do. Like, I don't think that's even vain necessarily. I think that's, uh, that's making something beautiful.
2: In a way we are, in a way we are responsible for our own bodies and whether you want to go to gym or not, that's, that's your decision you're an adult, you can make choices. And none of us are forcing you to go. Yes, this may be an encouragement. This may be like, just, we're just being honest about fitness and all this stuff. But in the end, it's going to be up to you, whether you want to go or not, you have your reasons to go or reasons not to go. And they're, they're, they're legitimate, and they're okay. And again, this is a challenge to everybody.
1: Yeah, it's like, I at least want people to think about it, because the gym is not for everybody. Like, not everyone's going to enjoy CrossFit. Like we talk about it. We Mm -hmm. joke about it a lot. And, um, this is, our show is not a, even though we joke about it and talk about it probably more than we should. Um, it's not like an endorsement of CrossFit or whatever, or whatever kind of gym. Like, um, obviously we're just, we have our bodies for a limited time. And so what are we, what are we doing with them? Are we, are we making good choices? Something that's a huge part of like physical health, not, not fitness per se, but, um, But we've mentioned diet a couple of times and food. Like that's definitely a huge part of it. You can't just go to the gym seven, eight, 10 times a week and then eat poorly and expect that your body's going to feel or look better. Um, like that's, that's something to take into account that I wanted to make sure we touched on, um, having a good diet. That's, that's really important. And, um, but it's a challenge, like going back to, to joining gyms, like for a long time, it was comfortable for me to just feel like I don't belong there. So I'm not going to go there. And that was just my go-to little rut that i lived in for, for years and years and years. Um, and I know there's gotta be people listening who feel the same way. Like I've just never, who am I, who am I to join a gym and to or to join CrossFit for that matter or to whatever. Um, and it starts with one decision. Like, honestly, I was terrified when I went to join the gym for the first time and get personal training. I was terrified. Um, even more so with CrossFit, cause it has all this stigma attached to it. Um, so it was super scary, super daunting, but man, the second time was a little bit easier. Third time was a little bit easier. Fourth time was a little bit easier. And it was always, it always has this like daunting shell to it to, to feel like I don't belong there, to feel like inevitably Mm -hmm. compare myself to every other man, even the women, (laughs) even some of these CrossFit women, oh my gosh, crazy, crazy built, crazy, crazy intense. But uh, it's easy to fall into that comparison trap wherever you go. And I think for a lot of us in this community, the gym is one where it just kind of really flares up. in addition to all the sexual temptation or whatever, whatever you want to call it, like that's also present for a lot of people too. So, um, so there's a lot of reasons not to, it's, it's, it can be daunting and scary depending on your upbringing, your relationship um, with fitness, with gyms and locker rooms. But, um, but I hope, I hope our conversation today is like a good, I mean, again, beginning of a year, it's a great time to just like ponder decisions for the year to come. Like, what are you going to do for physical health, for mental health, for all the areas of health? Um, and I'd, I'd encourage you to just think about it, spend some time, um, figuring out some sort of plan for the year of how you're going to better tend to your body.
2: Mm-hmm. And if, uh, you are scared to go to the gym, that's also acceptable as well. Sometimes we need a friend to help us. And if you have a friend and want to go to the gym and you're terrified, just hit up that friend. They'll definitely go with you. That's how, it, that's how it started with me.
1: So, and so many members. Yeah. Like I said, so many members of our community, they commented that they've had friends, go with them or go on a workout plan with them for a while. So that's super cool to see that there is a community element, um, to physical health, physical fitness as well, that, uh, a lot of people are, are partaking in. So that's really awesome. It's a hard thing to admit as an adult now, but for so many years, I did not love myself and I would have never used that language as an insecure middle schooler, high schooler college student and young adult, I've never said that I flat out hate myself or that I don't like what I see, but the actions speak for themselves. Starting from middle school when acne hit me in a hard way, I'd avoid looking at myself in bathroom mirrors, car windows, building windows. I really couldn't stand seeing the sight of myself, if I'm being honest. When it came down to my physique or my lack thereof, I was even more insecure. I felt like a twig in a forest of oaks, and it didn't feel like there was really much to like about me. And that was my default for years upon years. And I look back on all those years of, of isolation and insecurity, and it's no wonder if I'm not able to love myself how in the world would I love someone across from me? One of Jesus's most famous stories is the Good Samaritan. And it's a story most known for loving someone different from you, someone that you're not quote unquote supposed to love. And that's true, it is about loving your neighbor, regardless who he is or what she is or what they look like but it's about something else too. Before Jesus even tells the story in Luke 10, he's approached by a lawyer. Verse 25 reads, And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. And so my brothers, whatever your state of physical health, whatever your journey, your routine or regimen or lack thereof with physical fitness, may we look or learn to look in the mirror and see a man, a person who we like someone we love, someone made in God's very image, brother of Jesus, someone worth dying for. May we strive to live and love like our savior every day, starting with loving ourselves, loving like he did, despite the hardship, despite our stumbles, despite the ongoing, often unrelenting heartache of this life. Let us be kind to ourselves and kind to our bodies from our skin all the way to our heart. Let us love how God made us to be. And may we in turn love our neighbor all the more fully, all the more deeply, all the more like our Lord, wherever he went, and so we follow. So guys, uh,
3: while Tom was giving this the benediction, I was doing burpees. (laughs) So it was right. a little distracting, thank you. but I kept it. Yeah. Focus. Thank you again to our sponsor burpees. Once, once you're done with the burpees, they're not that bad.
1: Not I all. say they're bad. That's I say the best thing I can say to burpees. I hate them. You I still what? hate
3: them. You know, I, you know, okay. I burpees were my number one, least favorite exercise until my CrossFit coach made me do squat holds. Oh no. Just holding the no. bottom of the squat. Like, not like, and not like resting at the bottom, but like up. Oh, uh, it's yeah. just
1: awful, burpees. Talk about burpees a burden on your okay. back. Yeah. yeah, I think I might've mentioned this on one of our podcasts, but back in the day, last year, my very last CrossFit workout was titled Death by Burpee. And <laughs> I did, it's like where you do, I'm trying to remember the workout. It's like, you do as many burpees as you can for like five minutes straight and then six minutes straight. And then it's like some, some sort of escalating pattern where it's like all of a sudden, you're just done. You're so winded. And after that workout, that's when my joints started hurting last spring and spoiler alert, it wasn't from the burpee, even though for a while, I thought literally these burpees killed me. It was actually my autoimmune disease manifesting in the form of joint pain and, then, sinus pain and then anemia and then all the other stuff that followed. So, um, but that's my funny last, that's the last CrossFit workout I ever did. It was called death by burpee. And I hope to redeem the burpee before too long.
2: See so, see everybody see yeah, see everybody what CrossFit does to you. They destroy your body and leave you uh <laughs> in, in, gave in, me in pain. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is why it didn't, didn't even kill you. Yeah, it, it didn't, didn't kill yeah, advertise
1: death, but it didn't even kill <laughs> it you. put me We're in the so hospital, rat. but it did not kill me.
2: Yeah, this, um, this is the reason why I don't don't join uh CrossFit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So while while but, uh, you guys, yeah. We kid, you, we kid. Yeah. Uh, while you guys are doing that, I already made my reservation to go to the gym uh, tonight. I'm going to be doing uh, back Whoa. and arms, and arms is my favorite
1: exercise. Awesome. Uh, love mm-hmm. those arms. Um, I look forward to seeing your arms in person again, Matthew. It's been okay.
2: a while. Well, I Matthew, guess you're
1: going to look so huge the next I time I better, see you. I freaking better. You're going to look so big. Oh,
2: my gosh. I better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to be so pissed if I don't. This is a fun conversation. If y'all want to contribute to our fitness conversation, we had a lot of conversation in the Facebook group and on discord. Um, if you want to continue the conversation on our new shiny website, you can go to your other slash podcast. Um, and tell us, tell us what motivates you to, or, or dismotivates you unmotivates you with physical fitness. Um, and tell us, tell us your fitness journey. How to, how did you start with fitness or how are you finding your way with fitness? We'd love to hear those stories over there on our website um for those that are still struggling still having a hard time for covid reasons or otherwise hang in there we're with you we're, we're doing this together so mm-hmm. um so one day one day at a time uh, so for all your other brothers my name is tom this is ryan and this is matt reminding you that you are not alone even the sparrow finds a home and a workout buddy True. Yes. <laughs> True. True. See you next time, everybody. Later. Thomas. <laughs> Fireworkout Sparrow.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Your Other Brothers Podcast. Our show is edited and produced by Thomas Mark Zuniga. Theme music is Fear Is Not My Lover by Nathan Russo. We'd love to hear your story. Comment on this or any of our episodes at yourotherbrothers.com. Slash podcast, or share a story to play back on our show by calling us at seven zero six three eight nine eight zero zero nine. You can also email us at podcast at yourotherbrothers.com dot com, or write to us at your other brothers, PO Box eight four three, Asheville, North Carolina two eight eight zero two. If you enjoy our show, consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at your other bros. Finally, if you'd like to further support our storytelling, community-building efforts, consider becoming a Yobber. Yobbers pledge monthly on Patreon and receive perks, like bonus podcast content, access to a secret Facebook group, regular group calls with fellow patrons and authors, and more. Visit patreon.com slash bros for more information. Until we journey next time, we're glad you're with us.